Hello and welcome to the Vertical Viewing Podcast from Vancouver, British Columbia. This is episode number 153. Whoa. And my name is Scott. My name is Jared. My name is Michael. Nice. It's a special episode. It is. Isn't it? It is. You can tell by the music, maybe. (laughs) Well, I think there's some new beats that probably just played. I don't know what What I'm going to choose. You probably heard something good. It might still be playing. Who knows? (laughs) We are here. It's the third annual Oscar Isaac Awards. Yay. Is everybody ready? For those joining us who don't know what this means... Why is Oscar Isaac stuck on an Academy Award statuette? It's a deliberation episode, is it not? It is. This it is. is our part one of two of our annual awards ceremony. Yeah, we, we figured they ran a little long in the past, so we're going to split it up this time for you. Mm-hmm. Easier to listen to. Next week will be our top 10 of 2017. Do you guys... Have your lists finalized? Is everything going okay? I'm still shifting things around a little bit. Yeah, because I'm like squeezing movies in. There's like a lot. Yeah. Movies, See, we so. haven't seen the post or Phantom Thread, which is why it's taken us so long to get this. Yeah, I'm struggling to see three billboards and Shape of Water here. This award show has been a long time coming. I, for one, am tired of Hollywood yeah. trying to just cram all this bullshit into the last two weeks of December. Y'all can just stop with this bullshit. Yeah, forget about that nonsense. Just listen to the Vertical Viewing Podcast. Well, you can do that on iTunes. You can do that on TuneIn Radio, Google Play, all sorts of places. Wherever you want. Anywhere on the internet you can find us. Verticalviewing.com is our website. Click on the donate button if you want to help us offset the cost of seeing movies, putting on the show, renting out a piece of the internet, baking it in a little pie, Mm-mm-mm. stuffing it in your ear. Feels so good. Sounds better. If you want a long-term relationship with the Vertical Viewing Podcast, what I, happens then? Well, I hope you know how to surf <laughs> oh, you do. the internet. Over to www, you don't need that part, (laughs) patreon.com slash vertical viewing. And there you can be a hydrogen, helium, or lithium level supporter of the show. Boom, one, two, or three dollars. The top levels let you tell us what to review. Yeah, we were flirting with the idea that you might be able to do this intro that we're doing right now. Yeah, do you want to be a voice on our show? I don't know why you would. Let us know. I barely want to be. Via email, (laughs) verticalviewing at (laughs) gmail.com. Uh, but on Patreon, you get to suggest what we're reviewing. There's reviews already on there by some of our patrons. Our lovely patrons have suggested David Lynch's Dune. Fucking hor- horrible. Weird. Bong Joon-ho's Snowpiercer. Wicked. Go- goddamn awesome. awesome. Trailer trash. Awesome. Get out Actually, of train trash, actually. So good. We, we've also got Under the Skin masterpiece. Great. Marvelous. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Almost, almost perfect. Superman Returns. Dog shit. Pretty ill. Not bad. Not, not as bad, bad as people think. It is dog shit. It's, it's kind of bland. bland. What do you want us to review? You tell us. You pay like three I think bucks. We ju- I think we just reviewed them. Yeah. <laughs> the Big Lebowski's our freshest. Check that one out. There's a freebie, of course. Oh, this one's really good, folks. <laughs> it might be the best, right? Uh, it is a an audio commentary that you sync up with the Netflix runtime for the 2009, 2009. <laughs> 2009 film starring Nicolas Cage, Knowing. It's called Knowing. This is a great movie. masterpiece. And, and I think that we make it a little bit better. Yeah. You can watch it with us. We have a lot of insight. It has larger connections to the Alex Proyas universe. We have theories. Yeah. Check it out. Verticalviewing at gmail.com is our email address. Check us out on Facebook, on Twitter at Vertical Viewing, Instagram. You, you, you know. You always know. Yeah. You always know. Shadow Band. It's a fucking busted. 
what are you going to do? I don't know. Tell your friends. Maybe we'll just get enough subscribers or whatever you well, call them. Yeah. The anti theory does the music. Yeah, he's wicked. You, you probably heard some of it. We can get into the program, guys. Are you ready? There are a bunch of My categories. My body is ready. There are a bunch of categories. So to recap, and this will get you started on what these awards are all about. In 2015, they went as follows. The biggest surprise of the year would be Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, yes. Yeah. Un- oh, undeniable. Yeah. People were not... We're, we're where, not where did that come from? We're not feeling that. Did not think that that would be anything. Biggest disappointment, of course, Jurassic World. Old film of the year, Buckaroo Banzai. That movie... <clears throat> May I correct myself? The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across, across the eighth. eighth Dimension. So I, I kind of want to petition to have this one, like, have the jersey hung in the rafters. Yeah, this one goes up to the top. Like retired. This, this right? one and you know, like Southland Tales, like they just we haven't even officially reviewed that yet. So do we even have to? Worst film of twenty fifteen would be Terminator Genesis. Genesis <laughs> shit. The follow up or the runner up, if you will, in that year would have been Fantastic Four, which I think maybe is a worse film overall, but is is maybe a little more fun to watch. Terminator Genesis is is just excruciating on every level. It's just all around. Everything bad. they do is bad. Last year, what were the twenty seven or twenty sixteen Oscar Isaac all award Oscar Isaac awards all about? They were uh, they were pretty good. Biggest surprise: Swiss Army Man. Nice yes. one out of nowhere. Who knew what that was? Biggest disappointment: Suicide Squad. Oh man, it could have been. Yeah. But it was, a, that was David Ayer. That was so interesting because... Uh, we should have we known. The reason it was a disappointment, guys, is because of the awesome trailer that made it look like it was going to be good. That's such a weird thing. The runner-up, I think, was Jason Bourne. Yeah, because that was a dial, dial of pog shit. For yes. me, Jason Bourne <laughs> was w- a complete disaster. At least Suicide Squad was fun to watch. But uh, Jason Bourne was... A train wreck. I can't believe Suicide Squad won makeup awards. Yeah, won Oscars. And, uh, of course, the worst film of the year, Independence Day Resurgence. Regurgence? Uh, Just a Uh, blockbuster of baloney. It's awful. And it took me a while to really realize that as I was watching the film. Oh, man, I want the the third one so bad, though. No, you don't. No, you don't. We were not kind to that. Worst or old film of the year, 2016, Ensemble. Oh, so good. Incredible. Villeneuve. That brings us to this year. There are many nominees and many categories. There is a new category. There is best style. Best style. Do we want to start with the new category? The new. What do you think, guys? New joiners go first. Well, as they say. Let's see if this category actually even works, right? So define best style. What do you think that means? Perhaps leave it vague? Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's what this is like. We got to... The nominees... Like, is all? Is it all about how it looks? Well, tell us. Well, it, it, after it I sounds. Re- these nominees might help define... It would be internal style, I would assume. So let's, yeah. Let's... Kong Skull Island. Not sure that needs to be on here. <laughs> John Wick Chapter 2. That I can agree, because John Wick has a very specific style. Baby Driver, King Arthur, Atomic Blonde, Valerian, Firebase, Good Time, Thor Ragnarok, Blade Runner 2049, 
Columbus and the Shape of Water. This is a big list. Big list, indeed. There are, so, there are some on there that we can pull off right away. Yeah, That's like the, you the said. The easiest thing to do is, is start stripping away the obvious non-winners. Um, so I think that Valerian, as as pretty as there are some oh, scenes we can't were, start here. Valerian doesn't have any style. Oh, come on. Yeah. We can't no, start it, with it, this it, one. It, we it can't absolutely start. lacks style. What are you talking about? Well, it, it's not cohesive. The, fir- the first five minutes is great, and then the rest... It's a pile of dog shit. Because of the lead, and because of the poor dialogue Not and bad chemistry. Acting, though, but like, if anything, so... the style of the movie, I thought, was was quite it, well done. It didn't have the style of like Fifth Element, which is the same director, right? Like Fifth Element has great okay, style. Let's come back to Valerian. We don't have to start with this one. Yeah, right. there's, there's ones we can cut before that, I think. I put Columbus on here. Haven't seen it, but you described it, and I watched the trailer, and it looks... Very stylish. It's really good. It's I, I don't know if it's the most stylish movie of the year, best style of the year. Uh, it's a quiet movie. I really, really love it. It might show up on my top ten list. Who knows? Ooh, interesting. But as I said uh, on the podcast when I saw the movie for the first time, it really feels like you're opening up a How big, did- big old architecture book. And and a Richard Linklater book movie is happening inside of the pages. The, you know, characters are just really well written, and the dialogue's fantastic, and it's really heartfelt. And so none of that has anything to do with style. Yeah. in my mind, though, I so, personally want to argue for the style of the movie, though, being an architecture book come to life. I mean, what 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 movie may have big static images? What movie may have angles and. This so, movie might have more style than anything else this year in, 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 in that way, right? It, so it is an art a, book. It, so it focuses a lot on the architecture. Then. The, the movie, the, one of the, the third character behind Haley, Lou Richardson, and John Show is probably just the architecture buildings. of Columbus, Indiana. Just buildings and how buildings comment on, on, on our place in society and, and how we design them to comment on how we feel and what... what in what each building eras. represents and stuff. And yeah, what a church and a school. And yeah, we're, we can cut it, but I mean, I wanted to recognize it. I, I, recognize. There you go. Recognized. Um, I want to argue for Baby Driver here because I know it has uh, a grease ball in it that we can't like anymore. Uh, and I don't. But let's separate him from the art i guess is what you were saying earlier and so you you argue that baby driver might be one to stick on keep on here oh i love this yeah, it movie yeah deserves to be on here for sure um i not only does it deserve to be on here i argue that it may have the most unique style okay the way that it opens with the graffiti and Sounds like, <laughs> Sounds like bright to me. Sounds like bright. Nice. Yeah. He's always dancing around. It's it's like the best musical that I've seen in years. Why isn't bright on this list? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Put it. Put it. it put it on list. No, okay. No, just, no, 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 just wait. Just what? wait. Just for to what? delete it. What no, category? Red, red. Are you are you looking best style? Okay. Best style. Bright. Okay. Does not belong. I just put bright on the list. Take it okay. off. Why is bright on the list? Take I don't know. Take bright, it off. Take bright off the list. Okay. Thanks. Off. It's gone. Okay. Baby driver. We can come around to that. King Arthur does. I mean, Guy Ritchie <laughs> is. is uh, he's a, got style. It's a fucking train wreck too, right? It's got well, style. Yeah, it's but, black and white mostly, and gray. Well, no, he, right? he so looks he, like God of War. When we were reviewing it, 
my favorite thing to say about it was Fever Dream, right? This movie stands out in my head to this day because of that. Like, I will just now and then be like, shit, King Arthur was messed. Like, it, it's, it has a very unique style. Especially the first ten minutes or so with the giant elephants yeah, and Jesus. wrecking shit. And it's bizarre. It's not the best style of the year, though. Nope. It's quite it's quite ugly, and it's recycled. It's Lord of the Rings plus Snatch. Yeah. We well, hold on. Are you just con- like are you talking about aesthetic now? Because well, there's a lot of movies that have buildings in them, so Columbus can't be on here because of that. But it's it's you, <laughs> that's purposeful. Columbus is no longer on the list. Well, I no, um, well, I know, but I'm just like I also, what are we defining here as style? I mean, it's a nebulous thing. Yeah, when we try and nail what it is down, the what is the best style? Um, what has the best style? While we continue to wonder about what that means, I think that jo- maybe John Wick Chapter Two, because it's a sequel, maybe I don't know. Do we include that here? Because Atomic Blonde is like the that, same. They have a, the a, same style. Atomic Blonde will would stay on this list before. John sequel, Wick Chapter right? Two. We we can we can take John Wick Two okay, off the list pretty John, pretty well, easily. We can take King Arthur off too. I just wanted to uh, be like the it, devil's cause advocate because it, it's not going to be the best style of the year. Well, it, no, it, it I just, mean, yeah, King King Arthur is worth a mention. If you haven't seen it, that is a great hangover movie. It's completely ridiculous. If you like Snatch and you like Lord of the Rings, it's a it's a shitty, trashy version of those stuck in a blender with some pretty nuts. Watch one of the sons of anarchy pull a sword out of a stone. Yeah, and just happens and you, to be a dude, you, David uh, David Beckham, right? <laughs> Give Why it a yank. is David Beckham in that movie? <laughs> right? Doesn't he say like wrap your arms around? Give it a yank. Yep. Come on, pull it out. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's a he's a good one, Guy Ritchie. No idea what he's doing directing Aladdin though. Oh, we'll see. Does Atomic Blonde even stay on this list? I mean, it has style. That doesn't mean it has the best style. So no, I think, I think we off. strike it from the list. I hated this movie. I didn't see it. It has ripoff style. It is it's just John Wick, isn't it? In the eighties, and it never, at any moment, allows you to forget that it's in the eighties. So it's, it's got lots of neon. Yeah. Neon, dark. neon lights. Like one side would be pink neon and the other side would be dark blue. Yeah. Of course. And it looks like a hotline Miami or so we reached some fucking peak saturation then for eighties. I hope maybe not until summer of 84 comes out from the turbo kid people. You know what movie I see but on atomic, here? atomic blonde can definitely go. Yeah. It's take gone. that off there. I see good time on here and and I think that the posters and the film art have great style. I think that the Say it. Uh, trailer has great style. I think that the film itself is not that unique in its style. It's uh, it's very good. And, and I will recall that the end of this movie, I remember this movie ending and me just crying as it is. Well, yeah, very good. It does have a unique finale. style. It does have a unique style. And the fact that the best part of the film is the credits. Yeah, that's really weird. <laughs> like, they really get going. They get going, cooking real nice, basically at, at the last at the five end. minutes Man. through the credits. Got me. It's weird. There's there's yeah. there's a there's a way too much just bullshit and wasting time, and the style I put I maybe this 
maybe I put this on the list because of the poster and him climbing out of that Sprite, the bottle, Sprite bottle is such a great image. I mean, that might be the poster of the year, right? It's so awesome. And the way that Sprite bottle ties into the plot is really great. But yeah. the, the movie itself, the, no. the movie, it has really nothing going on. There's a few sort of, I guess, trippy moments in that. It's, it's, that just, it's dark, just an awards audition. Darkly comic, right? That weird circus they go to is kind of funky, yeah, but weird. Strike it from the list. Goodbye, Struck. good time. What else we got? Gentlemen. You didn't actually strike it. I'll take it. Strike it. It's stricken from the record. He struck it. Good times worth watching, folks. Let it be known. Um, I want to talk about Firebase. Good, because I didn't see this one either. You did, yeah, we did. see we Firebase. This is an Oats Studios production. Oh, sorry. I was confusing Firebase with the firefighting movie. Oh, only, with the, Brolin. only the Brave. Yeah. Nobody's... I thought that you saw that and you were like, that movie had dope style. Nobody saw that. <laughs> Although it is from Joseph Kosinski, the guy who made Tron and Oblivion. He basically makes... Nice looking movies. But not only... He basically makes like Sims. He, you know what I mean? He makes like simulation films. But uh, yeah, no, Firebase sorry. from yes, Oat Studios. This. this is a Vietnam sci-fi movie with a river god th- creature that remakes reality. Pulls the meat from other creatures to create armor Can or I, something. And changes the inside of your body to this crazy crab-like structure. Causes can, things to float. He'll just pull you... Like send you into another, uh, I guess time stream or something. But and there's one man that there can is, fight him. There is one man with the Does this with qualify? the right technology. Like it is a short. Yeah. Okay. It's a short film. What do you want? Well, it's not one we. Well, yeah, fair enough. I mean, we everything else is a feature. We didn't review it. No, I, I wanted to put this on. I think Oat Studios deserves a lot of love. This is the feature that. Blomkamp is choosing to do the first crowdfunding project on, so soon people will be able to throw money at this. To me, it's the most unique thing they did. I can't think of a sci-fi Vietnam film. There just literally isn't. There isn't one that exists. Is there a sci-fi Vietnam movie? I can't. I I think. I feel like those genres have never even come. Come close to crossing over. The closest over. would be Predator, but it's not Vietnam. It just has a feel like Vietnam because it's in the jungle. Yeah. Kong Skull Island. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's a side of it. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it feels like a fresh territory for some fucked up shit. Well, Watchmen, some time travel. Watchmen had some Vietnam stuff in it. We can cut Firebase. It's not going to hang with the rest of these dogs. Thor. I don't think... like. Cut Thor, yeah. Ragnarok. We're cutting. If we're, Thor, if, Thor definitely had its own style. But it was it, the the uh, style is neon. Well, no, the style is Waititi. <laughs> like it's not Taika? a unique style. It's I, it's Taika's style. Like that's the that's what it was. I but hated, I don't know if it I was his. Like if it was his, the the weird architecture on the planet everything is like lego looks like lego and duplo and the world design and the world building and like that was all marvel stuff i prefer the look of guardians to ragnarok i think yeah the style well it's it sort of mimics it a bit i think it's it's that but it it goes it didn't work for me at all if you're gonna if you're gonna leave thor on here to, to me i said this in the ragnarok review Valerian was a much more colorful and inspired film from a 
creative level, like when we're trying to create bizarre, strange, wondrous imagery, as as much as that movie is a complete disaster, Valerian has the market scene is incredible, and there's genuinely some inc- amazing thought put into that whole like yeah. the way that's executed and this the crossover of these things. I didn't feel like anything in Ragnarok was on that level. I felt no. like it was all no. set decoration. It was all none haircuts. of it was actually weird. We just it's had like haircuts and makeup. This time we just put some funny eyeliner on Jeff Goldblum more than usual. Yep. He he came to set with his usual amount and we put more. It's gone. <laughs> you know. So Thor has been stricken from the record. And I, I, I'll, can we take Valerian off as well? Does it hang? Yeah, it doesn't have. With, I mean, it looks cool, but that, I don't really think it has good. I don't think it really has style. It definitely has style. To say that it doesn't, it has is, bad style though. Like it looks cheap. It, it does. Can't, it doesn't. It, it does. never finds its style. No, it's all over the place. I mean, we go down to that weird squid with the jellyfish thing, and Rihanna's switching. Different costumes and feeding this person, this queen. Remember why we're is feeding Ethan, them? Way why is Ethan Hawke in it? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's fucked. Because of it's, the chain. It's, ar- it's already gone, folks. I, I'm looking at the list and it's gone. We're <laughs> down to Kong Skull Island, Baby Driver, Blade Runner 2049, and The Winter. Shape of Water. What? Yeah, <laughs> there's there's an elephant in the room here. I think we kind of know what it is. We can't talk about it until the end, maybe. Well, okay, it's Kong Shape Skull of Island. Water. I haven't seen yet. So. Okay, you want to talk well, about that? Okay, well, here here's something that we have to discuss too. Yeah. You know what? I'll leave it for after Kong because we're starting Kong. So let's talk about Kong. Okay. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. The style's incredible. There is a motherfucking giant ape. Giant ape eating people. And and they're falling. Huge octopus. Yeah. No, but when the people are falling into his mouth, we cut to a guy eating a sandwich. (laughs) And there's a part where, like, the helicopters are flying by and it. Cuts to the foreground and a weird dragonfly flies into the lens and shit. There's just some really funky shit going on. The movie is way more stylish than most studios allow. There'd be there's so many scenes in this that that a regular studio would cut. I think um, they yeah. like Jordan Voigt Roberts was given an incredible amount of. You're going to bat for this one, yeah? Uh, probably stupidly, you know. I feel like nobody saw this movie, or, or not enough people saw it, or the people who did see it just forgot about it's it. And very it's very good. Well, it's it's an incredibly entertaining monster movie. Right. I don't know if anything really stood out to me, though, as far as... Style-wise. Yeah. Well, that's, I think, the whole point of the movie is to have that... Other than that apoc- awesome shot. But that apocalypse now, yeah, sort of Vietnam style, I think, is notable. When, when the movie was being pitched or I remember write-ups about it. I remember that being a, a standing point of it's set in the seventies. It's, it's in a sort of a war film take on a Kong and yeah, John C. Riley. Silly, right? Yeah. Works the second time though. I thought he worked the first time. Yeah, I didn't. I liked the credits, man. You like the credits. Rick will hate you. <laughs> we'll talk about Rick some more. John C. Riley is just a charming old. Gaffer. Strike it from the list. It's it's a posterity pick for me. Uh, depending on the other films I see this week, it it might not even make my top ten. But Baby Driver does it stay on here? Oh, so it's so good. Here's what I was going to talk the about style. for this category. Blade Runner is an amazing film. 
So uh-oh. so uh-oh. so uh-oh. is Baby Driver. Uh-oh. Blade Runner's style is not new. Uh, this conversation. Yeah, man, it's Blade Runner. Best new style. Well, no, well, and so here's what I'm thinking: like Baby Driver might not necessarily be new because there's been best style. There's been uh, music videos. Like it, it starts off using that whole music video thing, but it, it's like one long music video. So that's not necessarily new either. But they're both so good, and I'm just trying to figure out like if we're going by a more unique style, what do we choose? These well, I are think it's, these it's, are the it's obvious not only unique, but like how well it's pulled off. So I think that like when you're talking about Blade Runner and the sort of noir, like the the hard boiled sort of like detective stuff. And the and the the Philip K. Dick inspired, like mind bending, weirdness. It may not be brand new, but it's a new take on it, and it's so effing good. Yep. Um, I'm gonna have a really hard time letting anything compete with. We can take the Shape of Water off this now. We haven't really have, talked about it. You guys haven't seen it. Yeah. No. The style is Del Toro standard. Oh boy. Yeah, with with a cool funky neon 19 like 1950s wet cold war kind of vibe going on. Okay. A lot of green, like fedoras. Yeah, but a lot of green. Trench coats. The the style actually might hit you over the head. Definitely oh. good to cut. Okay. Guillermo Del Toro really wants you to know that one of the themes of the movie's the color green. Mm. He like you will never forget it. In every scene, there's green shit. Fair enough. Uh, this yeah. conversation is hard, though. Well, see, I, get, I don't want to participate. I wanted to bring it up simply because Blade Runner twenty forty nine seems like the obvious choice because it's more fresh in our minds and it's a fucking masterpiece. It's so so tight. But I, Edgar Wright puts together a sleek film in the oh, form of Baby Driver too. Like what an exciting series of car chases. And music, okay, okay, tying like, it all okay, together. Okay, so like the 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 tone. This is hard. The tone this of each film hard. is so different. So, like, I think we can we all agree that they both have some great style. I think the what's the best style? Well, yeah. Like, which one would you want to dress up as? Definitely Blade Runner. Well, you can't dress up as <laughs> if it was a, if put it was some a, earbuds. I in think, and like, <laughs> but I think. if it was a look. Like, because Blade Runner's a little bit sillier, I think. But you have that furry trench coat going on. Uh, Yeah, you're good to go. You step out of a spinner. It's true. They did... That's a great argument towards Blade Runner because they brought to life this world that doesn't exist where Baby Driver is just, you know, in our world. For me, the argument for Blade Runner is... I think one of the whole reasons for the film existing in the first place is to have style. Yeah, it is a style exercise balanced with substance. It's almost an exercise in style, in mood, in atmosphere. Like definitely a, a massive consideration, right? So Baby yeah. Driver's a more loose rock and roll tune by a band that hits every note and is completely tuned in with every instrument. And it's just a sick band operating at a high level of talent. And I feel like Edgar Wright just sort of made a standard plot. I'm going to make a regular heist car chase movie 
Because if I'm going to make a film that's completely set to music, I'm going to try to tone down as much of the other elements as I can. Because if we're talking about Baby Driver... It's pretty simple, right? Are we talking... If we say Baby Driver has the best style, are we simply talking about the fact that it is synced up to music for the whole runtime? Is, is that is that it? Well, that's... That's I don't think that is And I don't want to reduce that's well, reductive yes, I don't I think it's too simple to say that. Well we'd be talking about Edgar Wright's master class in editing too, right? Like all the montage. Nothing compares to that seven shot montage of the guy reloading in, in hot, hot fuzz. fuzz. <laughs> right? Like, I wish I wish hot fuzz I wish it was two thousand seven right now. <laughs> we could just give this award to hot, hot fuzz. fuzz. Um yeah, well I think I think it's gotta be Blade Runner. I think so. I do too. Just it's it's we hard are, to cut unanimous. It's, it's hard to cut Baby Driver, but uh, in in with the entire point of at least some of the Denis Villeneuve and and Roger Deakins just said, let's just make a fucking three hour porno movie for your eyeballs, for your eyes, and sci fi nerds. Um, and not l- usually partake of Ryan porn Gosling with your eyeballs. Over, oh yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, just for your other eyes. other parts <laughs> only for well. your eyes um, for your eyes only. Uh, I like this. I like this. Ryan, winner. Ryan Gosling over Ansel Elgort just in name. Ansel Elgort. Too. I'm sorry. You, you, he, he got that smoldering look and he looks kind of like a tool shed. He's he's fine. But his name is like a, a failed round of boggle. B-A-B-Y. Well, and if and if nothing else, Baby Driver has faults like Blade Runner. I I have nitpicks, but baby driver, like the whole Lily James side story. Like I understand why it's there, but it's not, I don't think it's necessary. We'd be criminal. We'd be criminal to give it to anything else. It would be foolish. Let's take a break. Blade Runner 2049 is your winner of best style. What do we, do we want to do the biggest surprise of the year or biggest disappointment? What do you feel? Let's do biggest surprise. back what is the biggest surprise of 2017 that uh people are listening so just kidding the the world is still here the obvious the obvious answer is split and i mean that in more ways than one the biggest surprise of the year i'm kind of cheating the category aren't i yeah this is the opposite of what we discussed yeah, you just went right through to what you think is the best. What the hell, man? It's at the top of the list, okay? Come on. Yeah. Um, the nominees for Biggest Surprise are Split, Get Out, Kong Skull Island, Brigsby Bear, Girls Trip, Wonder Woman, and It. Not a large category. No, I really think there's only two on here, so I want to get to uh, cut the wheat from the chaff, okay. if you will. Okay. Where do we start? Where do we start? Um, I Kong, think... Kong Skull Island doesn't deserve to yep. be on there. That's... Again, it's a posterity pick for me. Did anyone have any any hope that that would be a good movie, though? Uh, um, yeah, kind you, of. It looked good. Yeah. The trailers looked good. It was. It had delivered. Promise. Delivered what? Yeah, expectations it, it were promised. met. Yeah, uh, not a surprise. 
I want to say, compared to some of the other films on this. I, you guys list. didn't get a chance to see Girls Trip. No. I was going to say, but, I can't say I've seen Girls Trip. But is it, uh, is it a surprise when a comedy is funny? When it's this good and this funny, yeah. Okay. It's definitely was was a it's surprise. Like Hangover One. It was a surprise hit for sure. Like the original Hangover. There's a breakout star being Tiffany Haddish. Hopefully gets an Oscar nomination. She really is that good for this movie. Truly, truly, I'm telling you, Tiffany I Haddish. Don't, I don't see that happening. T- it, she's not going to get it. Being she de- realistic, though, she deserves it. Fair enough. That's that's mm. that's the point that everybody okay. is out there trying to push for her. I want to see this. She's fantastic in the, the movie. It's it's really funny. It's it transcends that shitty base level raunchy hangover ripoff for girls. Right? You have so many of these movies coming out that are just hey, put a bunch of you know female comics and actresses, stick them in Vegas, give them some drugs and alcohol, and a couple of male strippers and it's going to get wacky. But it'll be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, this one is actually a legit movie. We can cut it. I don't know if we need to that quickly. I think um, ones that are easier to remove are, let's say, It. I mean... Is, is that truly one we can cut? Was it... That was a big surprise, man. But was it a, uh, was that it like did a so well? runaway hit? Oh, yeah. yeah. That thing was enormous. It made no, so much money. Stephen King films are bombs. I mean, so you're the you're the mm. king head in here. Do yeah. You, why do you think it wasn't? Well, you didn't. I'm not surprised because I just love the guy, and I think everything he does is obviously going to be so, awesome. Yeah, we shouldn't be asking you here. Obviously, duh. It's a property that has uh, been fucked up, right? the The original TV movie is a disaster. Okay. Yeah, but when you see who's involved with this one and you see like stills from before the film and the, you're, you're hearing about the kids crying when they're working with with Pennywise, the movie, it, I mean, it wasn't surprised that it was so good. Well, it, you can ask the same thing, right? Like, if Girl's Trip was a comedy, are you surprised that it's a good comedy? Whereas it... That it was so funny. Is the opposite end of the spectrum... Even though it's not ter- really particularly horror, horror uh, at least this version of it, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like it is—it's a surprise. It's not the biggest surprise of the year. Hmm. Same okay. thing with like Wonder Woman, right? Wonder Woman's on this list, and that's an interesting what, nominee as right? well, right? What does because it was a great like superhero like action movie, it, but is that a surprise? Because that's what it's supposed to be. Again, is it a surprise when they're bad? It's not to do with box office, obviously, but it and Wonder Woman were smash successes, critical success, critical and box office success, Success right? So they they both did well with critics and at the box office. Well, in a but I don't. That's not what this is just about. No, and here's where it'd be great if we had um, a female perspective. Wonder Woman isn't a surprise to anybody, really. That it would be that good. Everyone was saying Wonder Woman would be a fantastic film. Yeah. Make a good movie uh, with a female lead. You know, that it wasn't a surprise. Studio executives were surprised. They're idiots. Yeah, idiots. But, so it's a more of that's more of a about time of the year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It's about goddamn time. Of so the yeah, year. we can take Wonder Woman off this list. I think it isn't a surprise. 
Nobody was doubting. None of the yeah, none no, of the film goers thought that it was. No, nobody was doubting that Wonder Woman was a great character and couldn't be done well. So no, I, what I got from that whole release time and people I saw it with, like I went to it to a couple of times, was thank God it's good. <coughs> like we want this to be good. It was good. Cool, wasn't it? No, like it, it was. It was such yeah. a relief to people, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, biggest relief. Biggest, yeah. biggest, <laughs> biggest relief. Of yeah, 20, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, that it's, thing's it's gone. It's starting to get harder, though. Um, get Out is a huge player in this category. Yeah. Massive. Oh, Massive. Is, probably is, the winner. I, when I, I said I originally that I think there's actually only two in this category, and it would may surprise you. It's split and Get Out, right? That it is split and Get Out. Brigsby Bear, again, I don't think is that big of a surprise because... We knew before it came out who was involved in making it, and you could see from the way it was marketed, and we knew from his humor in previous, Who's uh, uh, what's his name, the curly-haired guy? Um, Kyle Mooney. Kyle Mooney. That's it, Kyle <laughs> Mooney, um, the star of Narnar Bear, Bobo. Right? Um, we, we knew long before we saw that film, we were saying, like, this going to be, you know, our next Swiss Army Man, and it totally was. It was that heartwarming tale that we were looking for, but... Again, that that means to me that the surprises here are really split and get out because who knew that like the best and most thoughtful thriller horror social satire film of the year was going to come from half of Key and Peele and and who thought that Shyamalan was going to have a good movie? <laughs> yeah, who saw Shyamalan having another good movie? Like, and the we, right. I, totally, I don't want to totally spoil right. anything about Split here, but for me, the stinger, the best moment of the whole year is still the last ten seconds of Split, and that was last January for fuck's sake or whatever. I, I was like yelling in the theater, put my hands on my head, buzzing, stinging. I, I I could barely hold my phone. the The twist, if you're a Shalam, Shalamalon head like me, Shyamalan, then Shyamalan. the The implications of the end of Split are enormous they make you very excited for his upcoming work and there's a film called glass Glass. that's coming out and uh yeah i don't want to the fact that the movie is called glass and it's coming out is a spoiler i guess the cat's out of the bag once that movie's out you ruin the middle part right (laughs) yeah Ah! okay so these two are are this is hard. We can cut Girls Trip. Well, see, Girls Trip is a solid comedy. It. It's gone. It is a solid horror. It's gone. Those like, two They did what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Girls Trip in, in another universe, I think. That is a strong candidate, but there's really only two here. And if we're talking about Split, are we just talking about that crazy ending? The twist? I was just thinking the exact same thing. Or this fact that it was a good one. Like, honestly, you guys were keener. On uh, Split. the visit than I was, Shyamalan's uh, previous the, the film. Weird grandma uh, grandpa. I still one. I still thought it was stupid, uh, but he's finally kind of back. Dude, I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Very yeah, but good. you liked it more than I did. Is what I'm saying. That movie's a, a an outhouse full of shitty diapers. <laughs> oh, that would smell bad. So after a decade of shitty movies, well, I guess we knew where he threw the diapers. Like we get Split. You Which, know what though? I want to. James McAvoy is so good in it. He yeah. is. He really is. Ridiculous. 
I was going to say, though, playing I wanna... different characters who are playing different characters who are pretending to be different characters oh, who are lying man. about. <laughs> it's There's fucking 10 different things happening at once in his performance. I didn't know he had it in him. Sorry, Red. No, no, it's okay, by all means. Um, but what I was going to say was that um, I kind of want to argue for Get Out. I think Get Out is the well, more yeah. intelligent movie it, of it the has two. To be this, definitely, I yeah. think yeah. it says so much more. I think it's so much more topical, and just you know, it can't. It came at the right time. In a way, this is twenty seventeen. The, the movie, in a nutshell, the right? movie of twenty seventeen. Right? If if film of the year doesn't necessarily mean the best film, but the film of the year, Get Out is really. It's the most important came, movie. Came out of nowhere to be like one of the so, best films of so recent memory. Poignant right? in everything that it says. So good. Like shit. And when it starts revealing itself as this allegory for this social satire, social horror, as Jordan Peele. I mean, there's almost a new genre being created here, right? With Yeah, it's awesome. With social issues being twisted into a horrific way to illustrate the way the real world is and appears to some people as such a horrific place. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. I think it's our, I, it's our winner, I, right? I want to say, yeah, it get has out to go to winner. Get Out. Get Out is definitely the winner. No, you get okay. Out. Okay, okay. Split, Split is a worthy runner-up. I, I really am sad to see Split go. Can I agree with you? Like, because I want to make it a tie. Nothing. Okay. Other than when Rodney shows up at the end of Get Out, and your theater erupts into rapturous applause <laughs> because it's an incredible moment. There's still nothing in the theater this year that moved me as much as the end of Split, where I was hyperventilating and freaking the fuck out. But d- there's there's like a spoiler to even talk about the I know, movie, right? I know. Does that... It's one of my favorite spoilers of all time. Does the connection that it, we see in the spoiler, does that, can, can we, is that like a leg that, that's strong enough to hold the whole movie up for bigger no, surprise? No, but it, it is, that's what I said off the top here. I mean, this category is pretty much closed and cooked, but I, 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 I it's not just, it's not I, just that surprise at the end though. Like it, it is a surprise that he's back in form. Yeah, yeah. We were kind of surprised the whole way My, through that that I was movie was twisting, so good. Yeah. I was twisting this category to mean uh, biggest surprise. If we're talking about the biggest shocker, yes, best it, twist, then, then Split definitely surprise, wins yeah. that. But 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 we're giving this to Get Out. It just feels right. Well, it, it's, it really like, is. It's just like best. Mad Max, right? Like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like this is high. You're amazing. Yeah, you never. We never saw a movie from you before, and you're awesome. Yeah, <laughs> market everybody. Okay, so we have to go to a downer now. It's biggest. It's, it's biggest disappointment. Yeah, and this, th- this is this part is of a, the disappointment is that this list is so freaking big. There's a lot of movies here. Like, why <laughs> do so many movies suck, Hollywood? Yeah, this is a hard one. I'm sorry. You got you got some explaining to do. For me, I know the answer to this. I hope we all land on the same one. But we can start with the easy shit. Murder on the Orient Express. Wait, well, should we list them? Well, yeah. The, 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 do you want to do the nominees? Sure. The nominees for biggest disappointment of the year um, are 
Sorry, I just lost it. Okay, <laughs> Ghost in the Shell, Alien Covenant, Valerian, The Dark Tower, Kingsman the Golden Circle, Suburbicon, Justice League, and Murder on the Orient Express. Which can go right away. Nobody... I think that one can go because of two reasons. No one's disappointed with that. Uh, yeah, oh, that's right. I, I, I was, hold on. Who cares? Who hold cares? on. It's not on the list because I know as a group we didn't care that much. I was actually looking forward to The Greatest Showman, so I'm just going to throw this in here because I like musicals. The fact that that song won an Academy Award is the biggest bullshit I've Globe. ever seen. Golden Globe. Sorry, yep. We're not at the Academies yet. Golden Globe, biggest bullshit I've ever seen, and I was super disappointed with that. Just wanted to mention it. Look out, because here... No, don't no. worry. The, the Shape of Water made up for it with best score. That was pretty yeah. dope, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, we can rem- we can smack that right off the list before yeah. it even goes on. Yeah. Um, Murder on the Orient Express? That thing was not a disappointment to anyone. Nobody needed it. I thought it was okay. Like, I, I wasn't looking forward to it. It has some potential for a bigger Poirot universe, but he wants to do it. There might be. He one. wants to do an Agatha Christie. Uh, yeah, it, Murder it, on the it's, Nile. It's is really, the next one. Yeah. Um, it's really irrelevant, right? Kingsman: The Golden Circle, not that bad. Horrible. Pretty what? bad, but like absolutely <laughs> not, horrible. Okay, from, not, not disappointment of the year. Not bad. biggest disappointment. Bad. No, not for me, but for the mouth breathers out there who think Kingsman One is this pinnacle of greatness. It's pretty good, including two guys in the room. Oh, you, I like what? it a lot. Get out of town. I think, I think you can get rid of your insults, Mister High I, Horse. I, I can take them, but <laughs> I think a lot of people love Kingsman One. And if I'm going to speak on behalf of a lot of people. <laughs> we're right here. Yeah, then on, I'm going to say that I, I think a lot of people were pretty let down with the second uh, Kingsman film. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, Elton John in a chicken suit, that high is kicking in glitter heels. shit on a fucking plate. Yeah. No, it's, I was... Those, those robot dogs are like I the worst part. I was really let down by this one, but not nearly as much as the rest of the stuff on here. There's so, other yeah. movies on this list that are far more disappointing. There's one on here in particular... That I could not get over for for weeks. I'm still disappointed in one of them. All of them. J- is Justice League belong on this list? No, actually, Justice League was passable. Yeah, it was, is, is oh, that it was a, all right. It's still a disappointment, though, right? Because yeah, no, we, it's, we, it's, we, it's we, better we, than Beavis. Yeah, it is better than Beavis. So I'm not disappointed. <laughs> but there was some stake in this. We're going to write the ship. We're listening to you now. Yeah, the fans, and it didn't work. The fans have input. We're going to do what you say. We're going to fix this shit. We're sorry we fucked it up. And we done fucked it up again. I mean, I, I, I've heard Just some... Just not as bad? Some people think that... Not as bad. Beavis is better. No, I, I mean, it's, it's not. It's probably not. It's, That's there's, it's no. Beavis isn't even a movie. <clears throat> it's just crap. It depends on your perspective, but if, if it you... It doesn't make any sense. At least Justice League sort of makes sense. If you were depending on Justice League being a good movie, then this year... Where have you been? Well, this year fucked you up. I mean, if you had help, I've had some hope out for DC to turn this thing around... If all we get is Wonder made, Woman, yeah, I'm cool with that. It's because, true. Like, I enjoyed that movie. Take her off. Mm-hmm. Um, Notice the next film... Suburbicon. Oh, from the bottom here. Okay. Who had the really high hopes for that one? I mean, probably nobody. Well, but it is like it. it, it in terms co-written of co-written by the Cohen brothers, pedigree like, is is something to consider in this category. Is it not? Is this like a yeah. Monuments Men situation? It could be. Where that, we, we think it's going to be really good, and then we're yeah, like, that's what? exactly what? what this is. Yeah, pedigree has a lot to do with being disappointed, right? You might not be looking forward to a movie, but. 
if I, see, if I so, tell see those you, names on the poster. You're like, yo, check well, this out. Fucking James Cameron and Guillermo del Toro made this crazy it's fucking also, time travel movie. You're like, what? It's also this... Shit. I would see that switch. one. It's also this bait and switch, right? Like, just like so many films that have been coming out lately, the trailers did not describe this in a passable way. Like, it looked sort of like a hilarious dark comedy, mm-hmm. and it was not that at all. Oh, yeah. uh, and it focused a lot on racism, uh, which it wasn't billed as uh it, it's just like to me hail caesar anyway like a big i'm sure hail caesar is better on a rewatch which i have yet to do not really okay but i was expecting kind, kinda. So, i was expecting something far different based on the marketing so this is definitely a disappointment because i thought it would be way better but it's not the biggest disappointment of the year because fuck i don't care there there are yeah there's a there's a huge one on this list that's way more disappointing than suburbicon but in terms of having all your ducks in a row for making a good movie, you couldn't go wrong with that, right? The Coen brothers wrote that thing. And George Clooney came on to direct, which, you know, yeah, all right. He's, done, he's done a couple of good things. Isn't this one that sat on a shelf for years and years, years and years? Yeah, and I yeah. think that maybe there's a reason and George Clooney shouldn't maybe get to pick movies. No, there was a lot of articles written about, like, hey, should George Clooney... Keep directing movies. He can direct movies, but someone else should tell him he's which not very, ones to direct. If you look, he's at just his, a journey. Like it's not very good. I mean, let him it's do the ones good. like that where he where he flies in planes and like falls in love with ladies. And Plays stuff. football with a leather helmet and shit. They're the same movie. <laughs> Leatherheads. <laughs> Leatherheads up in the air. Is the Dark Tower a candidate? I think it. I think it is. I think it's a it was big candidate here. Disappointing for lovers of the Dark Tower, but I think it also serves it its purpose like it it was enough to introduce the story to um the the every man or to the the lay person is what i was trying to find it's kind of bland like i finally got around to watching it and it's like it's not the worst thing ever it's no. just not it doesn't approach yeah the level of entertainment that you get out of the novels it's such a shitty little thing you'd put on the airplane or something and just it honestly it's nothing it's it is maybe nothing. if we're basing this on scale of because the scale of as someone who who read that series and ranks it among the my most favorite pieces of fiction do tell uh the dark tower by stephen king <laughs> i don't know series. if i've ever heard you say that yeah. uh This is news to me. That's the biggest (laughs) surprise of 2017. Like the level of disappointment. Like it's not really disappointment because it's impossible to match how how much is included in those books. What were you? Well, I was no. I was just going to say that to me, it felt like a larger scale sci-fi channel TV movie. Like it, like it just felt like that, and they had more money to throw at the effects. They tried to put way way too much into a single movie. Yeah. They, some of the stuff is really cool, like some of the locations and some of the effects. You're right. It, it is sort of just like, hey, here's something. Here's something. Hey, remember this from the books? Hey, there you go. They're just mashing it in. Fuck. Okay. It needs to be it's, like it, an I mean, HBO it's, miniseries. Is it the most disappointing film of the year? It's one of them, but... It is one of them, but... I think Valerian is for sure a much more disappointing film. Oh, it, that boy. thing had... Not just your expectations put on it for just from Fifth Element and Luc Besson, but his own, right? 
I am going to fucking like murder this beloved, shit. He finally, a beloved graphic novel. Yeah, he finally made the film he's been wanting to make for years. The like, one he couldn't make when he made The Fifth, Fifth Element. Element. Yeah, like... And this thing was so overpriced, right? I mean, the studios... Just hyped. Had, but the, this, the European... So hyped. Film companies, I think, went... Some of them went bankrupt over this thing, financing it. Europa Corp, I believe. Really? He oh, fucked up a shit. lot of shit over there with this thing. And it is a disaster. Because it turns out that eye candy does not a good movie make. Dane DeHaan. Yeah, you said eye candy. Dane DeHaan. <laughs> Dane. You said eye candy. This, eye candy? This movie. Well, no, I'm just... Well, obviously, they didn't uh, go with eye candy for the lead, but... No. He's cool looking. He's a DiCaprio. He looks fine. You know, I have nothing against. Cousin. I have nothing against Dane DeHaan. He just is not right this. for the role. He needs. Yeah. To, it needs to be like a a man. That is almost like a case study in how to not, a not cast a film. Like if you're going to like film school, I'm like here's how casting works. Don't do this, <laughs> and then watch the film Valerian, like Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Are they the leads? No. But they'd be way better. Well, yeah, back in two thousand. Like, yeah, in their so prime. around Fifth Element. Instead of Mister and Mrs. Smith, put them in time machines and make this movie. And make Valerian. Okay, I'd like it. I'd like it. But okay, let's. If we're on that note, who works now though? Like there are so many better options. Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds. But are we just disappointed any, with any Dane DeHaan? Is, 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 is this most disappointing Dane DeHaan performance? This is what Passengers should have been. Just Fuck. get just get uh, what Chris Pratt in there and Jennifer Lawrence as uh, Valerian and Lauraline. Hmm, that would have been certainly better. Hmm. Yeah, the the film really was missing the chemistry, but then it did also feel completely boring and useless. And and what is Clive Owen doing in this? Oh my God! Fuck. Guys, I gotta, I gotta say, I'm looking ahead to the other movies, the other two movies that we left in the category: Alien yeah. Covenant and Ghost in the Shell. And, and I don't know what to do because Valerian, Alien, and Ghost in the Shell. I say Valerian we, wasn't as beloved to me, so personally, I wasn't as disappointed. I love Luc Besson and The Fifth Element, but Alien and Ghost in the Shell. I was yeah, a, we're taking Valerian. That, off. Yeah, Valerian's gone. Bye, 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 Felicia. We didn't care if we were from Paris. Maybe we'd be pissed off a little bit more. But yeah, I have there, not read the novels. I, I was mad about Ghost in the Shell. I just think it's a little bit uninspired it's that and, and flopped at 180 it's, degrees. It's a it's a flop, and there's some really problematic stuff with well, yeah, as as we said, racial in our, casting. Well, in, there's that, and oh. in the review, how they just you just flopped it 180 degrees. They took. The whole point the of Ghost in the Shell, the theme, and just, nope, that's not what this is anymore. Yeah. It's a classic case of the studio not understanding the source material. Not even close. Al- almost not even really, maybe even they just reading bungled. it, not even seeing the movie in the first place, right? Every, like not every even, aspect of this. Yeah. However, one film haunted me this year for months and it's Alien Covenant because of the flute scene. I agree with you on this. Not the flute scene. Was it, was it the? Was it David <laughs> teaching David how to play the? <sighs> well, oh. you do the fingering, and I'll blow. You blow. Okay, so I think it's been mentioned before how I really appreciate <laughs> the Alien mythos. I don't know if that's come up before. In case you weren't unaware, or, or were unaware, do, I do enjoy the in world. Do people in this room of like Alien? 
I edited Prometheus into yeah. a supercut, okay? Yes. I never wondered. So I was hoping he would write the ship, because Prometheus wasn't awful. It just wasn't great. Like, I thought it was... There was a good movie in there. You you found it. I found it. Um, Come over to my house. It's, it's illegal. It's pretty great. But he shat over all of the work that had been done previous and, like, destroyed the mythology of the aliens what the fuck are you doing? Was it just Ridley a big Scott? middle finger to Neil Blomkamp? Like, is that what it was? We can talk like, about that. And, but and this, James Cameron. For, for you me, can't make an alien movie. I'm going to, no matter what. For me, Alien Covenant is the equivalent to The Phantom Menace, right? That is... Yes. Ridley Scott has made his Phantom Menace, and it is called Alien Covenant. It, it, it is, there's basically midichlorines in this movie, right? Like the, the David... alien climbing on the top of the spaceship in broad daylight is the midichlorians? No, no that's fine. That's it's, fine. It's the fact that David created these fucking things. Thanks. And also, like, the first one that the first chestburster comes out and does a little, hey, what's up? Come at me, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. spreading its arm. The whole thing, oh. the whole thing completely pissed me off. And it all started when David fired the flare. The whole movie was amazing. It was good up until it that was, point. The, the tension, I'll tell you, the first 30 minutes, the tension with the little spores flying into the guy's ear, they're sort of going through these cornfields on this murky planet, and it's fucking weird. And then they're back in this med pod, and it's coming, this, this backburster situation coming out of Homeboy's back. Damn! This movie has some good, horrific mm. moments. But fuck. As soon as we get to this crazy alien city... It goes off the rails. It is probably the worst mainline Alien movie. I think Alien Resurrection is maybe a little better than well, this. Alien when you Res- say mainline, which are you excluding? AVP, don't count. AVP 2 doesn't count either. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not canon. No. But what do you guys think? Like, Red, what chime in. What do you, did Alien Covenant piss you off? Were you disappointed? I... Oh, this is a tough one because I wanted it to be great, but I think in in the back of my mind I I held low expectations because it's it's one of those things that can't like Terminator Genesis ruined my <laughs> life and just made me cynical for all time about sequels, and um, so. So you're holding out hope for James Cameron to write the ship with Terminator? No, I mean, I think if he keeps trying, we're gonna keep we're gonna get things like Alien Covenant. It's it's not. I don't. I think these guys are played out. I can see an argument being made for Ghost in the Shell right here. Not that it's you know what. Oh, it's, I it's don't. Tough I don't. To weigh them though. I'm not gonna give it. But if some if somebody were to come at me with some strong f- attack. I could be swayed for Ghost in the Shell. I don't know if you guys are going to do it. It's such a well. See with go, yeah, Ghost in the Shell, such an important work of of animation. I believe like the anime is so beloved by so many people, even if it is like a cult following, right? Yeah. So they done fucked it up. They did. Okay, wait. Did they done fuck it up more than Assassin's Creed done fucked up Assassin's Creed? No, because that was see that, yeah. that was still at least kind of fun. And you and me are the only bender. ones. You, you, you and me are the only ones who shared. Like, people hated AC the movie, mm. but I feel like doing an adaptation, you're always treading on thin ice. Thin ice, and they they done ruined up some Ghost in the Shell, which is 
maybe one of the best animated films of all time. Dare I say better than Akira? What? It's, they sit on the shelf together well, so, for sure. So here's here's the thing, guys. Both of these are guilty of the exact same thing. Ooh. Destroying the original work's message. Which one destroys it more? Yes. Like, Ghost in the Shell. Covenant. Yeah, Covenant just ruins the Alien movies. Like, it makes all of them shittier. Like, it destroys a franchise. Whereas Ghost in the Shell... Because David made them? Yeah, like, it It changes... The, like, it does, and, and and Ridley Scott misinterprets and really doesn't understand what made his original film so great in the first place, this right? This unknown alien being, like this unknowable, horrific being. This is literally the Phantom Menace situation, where you... We fear the... Hu- humans fear the unknown. If you start explaining exactly where these things came from, and they have stupid origins, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, he has wrecked that whole... F- but we still the don't know the franchise. black goo, really. It doesn't it's matter. From the engineers, I, I just really, I, it doesn't. I, I kind of hear you, but it doesn't really hold enough water for me to think that like Alien can't work because David made the aliens. Well, no, no, it can still work. It just sucks. Like it, Alien's still a great movie, but like it, it, it takes the mystery away of from it. Like if these aliens were still just around and we got a little bit of. An explanation as to where they might have come from? Cool. He just spells it out. Like, 100%. These were just... Well, I don't think you can even have that. I think... so. (laughs) I don't even think you can have that. Um, I think if you want mystery, then we can't have anything about anything before Alien. It all has to be after. Because if you find anything out, you're going to be disappointed. Well, no, there can be little tidbits, right? Like, people love to... What made Blade Runner so good? It wasn't fully explained, right? Like there was, like the fans had their own theories, and And we're done shitting all over it. So if the question is which film defaces the original property more, it has to be Covenant Covenant because Ghost in the Shell, as 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 dumb as that misunderstanding is of the original anime and manga manga, you can just throw it away. It's a remix, right? The, the, The 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 the. Scarlett Johansson version is kind of just this remixed version, and and I could see, okay, you know what, this is a studio version. You you're gonna take some liberties and twist some stuff around, and I feel like when we get Annihilation next year, which is gonna be a new, this year rather, gonna be a much better film, obviously, but I think it's gonna twist the source material in similar ways, where it kind of looks completely different, and it's like a remix of this original property, and if it, you can do it right, great. Ghost in the Shell didn't, but well, at least I think at least it was still it was still slavishly, um, fam- like uh, what's it called, tied to the original. I want to make I want to make a scene. final argument. I want to make one final argument here okay. in this category, and then you guys can decide. Uh, I think that what Ghost in the Shell does to the original material is it ignores it and invert. It goes 180 degrees the other direction. I think what Alien Covenant does is disappoint some fans with the direction that it goes, but it still works. I think one works and one totally ignores what works about the original. So that's why I have to go with Ghost in the Shell. I don't know. Ghost in the Shell, like I'm calling it a remix because if you ignore some of the plot elements, it looks very similar. It is is the anime. Like it is, you got everything. Visually, visually. 
and like thematically and but, like but but it's the reverse right like it's like if the, the plot details are are silly and problematic well it has a similar theme it just ends in a different yeah <laughs> on With a different, different side message. of message yeah yeah i mean we might be at a standstill here but what movie did you guys walk out of this year more let down more just kind of Dick kicked in the dirt because this movie sucked. Dick kicked in the dirt. You're actually right. It, it was, was Alien, Alien Covenant. Covenant for me. <laughs> right? Yeah. We don't have to have a consensus here, guys. No, but, but I think... my vote is Alien. I think what movie kind of just bummed you out more? It has to be Covenant. It was just a fucking pile of trash. <laughs> you walked out kind of going like, really? You fuck Ridley, you dick. Ridley? Also, we can call it. Also, yeah, yeah Covenant actually looked... Like it could be good going into it, whereas Ghost Time in the Shell, death. we saw the trailers of Ghost in the Shell and we're like, I don't know. We can go on to our final two categories, I believe. Worst film of the year. This one we can breeze through, I think. Yeah, let's do it. I think there's some pretty obvious ones, right? So, for example, Life is on here. Or, well, let's go through them all. We've got... Why is Life on here? Yeah. I I, I don't know. We can take it off. Let's see. We've got The Circle, The Discovery, Life, Transformers, The Last Night, War Machine, The Mummy, The Great Wall, Valerian, Baywatch, Flatliners, and Bright. And right away, I want to argue to have Life taken off because I think this movie is good. You you liked Bright, yes? Or Life? Sorry. No, I, whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I, Hold I, your I, tongue. I quite like Life as well, so that's not. That, let's take this off. Yeah, Life off. I kind of liked Life as well. We can take it off the list. It it isn't. It it is pretty dumb. <laughs> it's pretty dumb. But yeah, I, but, I, it's, but it's but, but it's, it's fun. Yeah, notice how it's better than. Alien Cubs. Yep. Oh yeah. Right. And if if you just put Cloverfield on the on yeah, then like, you're so good. Then it elevates. They it even missed. More. They missed their 2017 Cloverfield yeah. film. Yeah, um, it's by no means the worst film of the year. No, The Great Wall. Um, silly, like silly. It's as okay. Like fuck, it's all right, but not the worst film of the year. We were kind of cool on it. Like, right. It's people on a wall fighting I en- space dragons. I enjoyed myself at times watching that movie. It's <laughs> totally wacky. It doesn't make sense that Matt Damon is in it, but nope. whatever. Nope. Well, it gave, I think we have sixes out to it, so it's not the worst film of the year. Nope. I recommend that one. Was Just Pedro Pascal was in that Yeah, too? there's some color in that film. And yeah, oh, watching Willem Dafoe, really what is he doing? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's the dragon, right? Yeah, <laughs> Willem Dafoe is all of the dragons. Jesus Christ. Um, the Mummy, Valerian, Baywatch, Flatliners, and Bright. Uh, Baywatch was okay for about 20 minutes, which some of these can't say, so I think it doesn't deserve to be on here because it was all right. It was definitely one of Dwayne Johnson's worst forays into film in the I think past that little really while. really stung him, I think, right? Yeah. He was not happy about that. Yeah, take it off the list. I, I threw that on because I, I remember getting shit reviews and you being pretty pissed about it. Well, yeah, it, start, it started so strong. Yeah. Like, it actually, the first 20 minutes are solid, like 21 Jump Street style. Oh, well, then definitely doesn't belong on here. Then the rest, the, the um, final... 
I mean, eighty minutes are not so good because we have we have some straight train wrecks on this list, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, you, okay, you're the only one who saw Flatliners, Mike, and we can quickly probably strike that one or keep it. I don't it. know. This is like it's pretty shitty, right? This is really bad. Yeah, I heard bad. that. Like, flat, yeah, Flatliners, like brightly bad, or oh, we can probably, Flatliners is worse than yeah. Bright. We can Ooh. keep we can keep Flatliners on list. I trust. Like, if we come down to giving it that based on Mike's, yeah. I, I'd be good with how, that. How low we're going here? I think we got to knock the circle off because no, as man, bad no, as the circle no, is, no, dude, no, no, the circle is not even. A, the circle isn't even a real film. That he maintains uh, that to this day. It, it has no mes- message. The characters, yeah, do at not, the very last moment, she's like, "Okay, no privacy, whatever." Yeah, <laughs> everything that this film has been building up to sw- just gets thrown out the fucking window. Just is turned on its, its head. Just you can see me. The most, canoe. it's all good. I, I don't disaster. even know. Like, how how did they come up with this ending? Yeah, we're keeping the, the circle on the list. We're coming back to the circle. Shit. Okay. Uh, I think the discovery doesn't need to be on here. It it wasn't awful. No. It's bad. It's it, like it really sucks, doesn't like, it? Isn't that wasn't was it? Like, that was the Jason Siegel Rooney Mara yeah, movie really like, wanted to be Eternal Sunshine? This is basically really what Flatliners trying. was trying to be, but this is a better version of Flatliners. So, it, and it really got. Remember how it got caught up in this whole alternate reality in this hospital and yeah. oh this wall's been painted over and what's going on and yeah the discovery sucks but it's not the worst not compared to the one immediately below it okay the transformers the last night there's no way this is the worst film of the year sorry it's pretty bad it is pretty bad the first 90 minutes is really rough however the last half an hour pretty incredible we're swinging from all those weird cables and but shit. Those cables don't even. If you look at how the the weird pl- land evil planet is like hitting the Earth, oh, it's so it cool. Does, it wouldn't look like those tendril swingy it's parts. So amazing! It's flying through the atmosphere, dragging yeah. and dredging the Earth. I'm not oh. sure. I'm really not sure how I feel about emo Optimus Prime, but the mummy is the way, mummy is way worse. Way than this, so. worse for me. I, I mean, I don't want to. The drunk Merlin at the beginning. Yeah, that was uh, Stanley Tucci. That's some of the worst I know, film I, know, I, know, I have I know, ever I witnessed. Yeah, yeah but you're, you're, I'm, I'm sozzled. You haven't seen Flatliners. That's true. <laughs> I knew, okay, when, I, when, when The Last Night came out, I knew that we'd be having this conversation. I knew that you'd be pushing me. I knew that it would get heated. It is, I knew so, I'd it be is, judged. Well, because you like the end. You like, I can't give Michael Bay... Because he's one of these guys like me too, right? Like I'm supposed to like his movies because the last little bit looks cool, even though it doesn't make sense and the whole first part of your movie sucks ass. No, not happening. Your movie is the worst movie ever. I just not, put it, not I just even put it back time. on the list. Not even of, of this year, of Mike's all time. putting it back on the list. So terrible. Bright is worse. Yes. Bright is worse than Transformers. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Hot take. Is it? Oh, okay. Transformers dude, Transformers, last night is worse fu- Transformers than is a kid's movie, dude. Well, it's a kid's movie. Actually, you know what? Transformers is a fucking kid's movie. Going along Red's line of reasoning here, I actually enjoyed watching Bright more than I enjoyed watching The Last Night. No, you might have just done something when you said it's a kid's movie. <laughs> I think we just crossed the street. And we like high fived in the middle, but, but we just kept going. We just kept going. And he's on this side. Yeah, what? now I'm over here with you. Shit. 
because you said it's a kids movie and it is a kids movie. So of course he's so dumb. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, un- how that's is, inexcusable. How, how is that a kids movie? That's yeah. inexcusable. Can't have that in a kids movie. But all that aside, <laughs> and how do you have the oh hot librarian God. in a kids movie? That's for and, dad. And, okay, wait, that's well, yeah, why I'm but, there. Okay, here wait. we go. This isn't a kids movie because they're talking about how this woman just doesn't have a man. Okay. Michael Bay is telling little girls watching this that the only way that they can be worth anything is to find a dude. It's true. Okay, come on. Come on, <laughs> Michael Bay. So Come on. He's got that remember in Transformers 4 he's got that little card in his wallet that says he can sleep with this underage girl. Yeah, the Juliet thing. The Juliet clause. Law. Guys, we can take Valerian off. It's not the worst film oh, of the that's year. That's true. We can take War Machine off. Oh, definitely. It's average. That movie was just the most boring. Boring, useless thing that exists. The only cool part was when Russell Crowe shows up for the last shot of the movie. Like, what? What? Cool. Oh, cool. He's the next general. They're going to fucking make pin, number two. Pin this whole stupid war on. The Circle is a disaster. Transformers is a disaster. The Mummy. Flatliners and Bright. This is some stiff competition. Okay, so I don't think The Mummy is the worst. Yes, it is. I don't think Bright is the worst. No, I don't think I don't think The Mummy is the worst film of the year because I have no strong feelings about it one way or another. <laughs> I didn't see it, to be fair. It's not You didn't see The Mummy? It's not good. It's super forgettable. Wait. Is that the one with Tom Cruise? Yes. We reviewed it. Yeah, that movie is <laughs> not the worst movie of the year. Yes, it, it is. It's bad. Yes, it also has yes, Russell Crowe in it. <laughs> but it, dude, it, that it's dark got some universe. Fun. No, it fuck has... off. We're not. We're not getting it. Dark. The dark universe launched, crashed, and burned with in the, the mummy in the course of a weekend. So, if we're talking about biggest disasters of the year, the mummy, like let's the dark universe, Universal's dark monsters never existed. Can we it, spoil it wiped, the mummy right now? Wiped from the. Can the, I spoil it? Yeah. The spoiler is Tom Cruise is the mummy. Yeah, that's so silly, isn't it? And he's like yep. a superhero mummy. He's going to use his powers for good. Okay, we can take... With the dark universe, it's not happening anymore. We can take uh, the last night off the list. I'm doing it, okay, guys? Because we have to. We have to take something off. Yeah, okay. No, I think the circle comes well, off before the last night, or at least oh with... God, we're going to be here all at night. Least with the last night. Fine, they, the circle goes with it. They both go. Fine, sweet, awesome. Because Also bright. Not okay. the worst movie. Who is going to fight for Bright being the worst? I don't think it's the worst movie of the year. I don't either. No. Okay. I had not. more. I had more fun watching Bright than The Mummy. I'll give you that. Okay. What movie sucks more than Flatliners or The Mummy? Well, none of you guys have seen it, but no, Flatliners, I want to vote for Flatliners though. Flatliners. Is, I think I want to do it. Flatliners too. is definitely the worst movie that I have like, seen. When you tell someone, you're like, okay. So first of all, I'm going to start by telling you this is a remake idea. I'm just going to remake an old movie. But okay? it's a, it's a remake, but it's also a it's sequel. starring Ellen Page. Which one are you remaking? Okay, it's it's a movie where some medical students just stop their hearts and then start them again. Ooh. It's called Flatliners. Was Oliver Platt in that? <laughs> uh, it's really bad. The original is really bad, and we're going to make it basically the same. No, they made it worse, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be really bad. Isn't it actually like a side sequel? Yeah, because Kiefer like Sutherland's a, yeah, character, it is a sequel, isn't it? Kiefer Sutherland plays the same character, except he's changed his name and he's now teaching at the school. But the scene that linked him to the other one was cut from the movie. So it doesn't. So make it any doesn't sense. actually make any really sense. good. So you can learn how to play the piano. This is our winner, I think. Dying. I I am honestly comfortable. It's so bad, guys. Like letting you take this one. 
Like the mummy's so bad, it's good. But kind of. But way, what's like our runner? Good. What is our runner up here? I, I think it's the mummy. Good. Yeah. Guys, for real, the mummy didn't even kill the franchise. Tr- like you said, try. It didn't even try. It was well. So it tried something bad. really ill informed. Do you remember Tom Cruise in the in the airplane with the no sound on the trailer? Like, uh, yeah. Uh, how how ill informed is it saying? Oh, we got this actress from we're Algiers. Sorry, ill advised is the word yeah. term I was looking we're, for. Where it's like, oh, she's actually sort of like she's African, so she has an Egyptian look. Sweet, we have a representation of the mummy, and she's a woman. Awesome. So let's give her a backstory where she's trying to do everything for for a dude, for a guy's approval, and then fake you out so that at the end, really, the mummy is Tom Cruise. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck this movie <laughs> everywhere. Let's talk about some good movies instead. What, you mean the best old film of the year? Yeah, are we going to take a break first? Yeah. <laughs> so this category is best old film of the year and a lot of people probably don't know what that means if you're so, new to the show you 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 won't know what the hell is the best old film of the year get a lot of raised eyebrows when i toss this category to people sometimes well okay if you've been with us for a long time you may know that sometimes we watch old movies we watch old shit especially the- when the patrons yeah they have goodies our, our patrons have the best taste on earth, I'll tell you right now. They do. Anything that's been suggested on Patreon has been impeccable. And anything that sucked was suggested more as, a, as an exploratory experiment, not as, hey, I really love Sp- Superman Returns, you know? Really love it. It's like, try it again. It's really love it. So Maybe I, we missed something. I think Superman Returns has no reason being on our list. The nominees are... Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. Donnie Darko. No business being on the list. Fuck you. Hot Fuzz. Yes. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Dune. Superman Returns. No. A Clockwork Orange. Snowpiercer. Under the Skin. No Country for Old Men. Love Actually and The Big Lebowski. So these are all films that we reviewed on the podcast in 2017. And what was the best one? Love Actually. Nope. Take her off the yep. fucking <laughs> Taking that one off. That one was suggested by you, and then you bailed on us. Sorry, so, guys. Sorry. Thank you for doing that. Real nice. But coming this year, there will be a segment where romantic comedies You watch romantic comedies. You do it. For that blunder you have caused. <laughs> so, yeah, we can take that one off the list. There are many films on this list that have no business being here. David Lynch's Dune is bizarre. Total garbage. Get it off. Is there anyone going to make a case for that? It has a specific charm, but is by no means the best old film. No, yeah, exactly right. People trapped inside fudgesicles fighting each other and shit. Really weird. Weird slime monsters inside a tank. Sting. And, and creating Sting standing there looking at the crew being Sting like Sting in uh, a Speedo metal yeah, like, Speedo do you like my Speedo it's not on this list now the worst film of the year is actually Snowpiercer no no you're nuts man this movie is better than you this movie is better than you it doesn't make sense but it's better than you like it I mean this is better than me for sure so what else can we cut? Well, we, we, can, can, we can cut Snowpiercer. We can take it off, though. I think it's not the best one, for sure. It's definitely not the best. You guys aren't going to... Like Superman Returns, you're not gonna, gone. You're not going to... Yeah, Superman Returns has... Why is that already still on the list? Please cut it. But 
Snowpiercer, I mean, you guys really didn't put up a fight for that. You guys really, there's, really there's like way, it. way better material yeah. on this list. It's a good one. Like Clockwork not... Orange, how are we ever going to take that off? Yeah, okay, well, we're going to we're, we're, we're come, come back to these. I'm going to take Clockwork Orange off right now. How's Why that? Why are you? Gonna, you cannot do that. You nut. Uh, well, I will take Donnie Darko off. Oh God, no! You oh, can't, man. That's you can't. Donnie Darko is amazing. Donnie Darko is a piece of shit. Whoa. <laughs> okay state your case state your case for the record yeah the director even said this can't possibly make sense the way i made it okay you gave it a six and a half on the podcast yeah that's why it's not a uh all the like time travel stuff and extra stuff on the internet and things that you have to look up make it better yeah but it's classic richard kelly me and red are so into this shit yeah Okay, but we talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, you're not. You don't dig it, right? You don't want to do supplemental research we're, we're, we're not, uh, when the, you watch the a movie. The category isn't best old film and peripherals and other <laughs> shit of the year. Peripherals, <laughs> fucking love it. Oh man, it's give me comics. DLC. Give me weird comics. Okay, fine. Cut Donnie Darko from the list. I gave it an eight, eight and a half. Red, you gave it a seven and a half. It's. I mean, it's not oh, going to really? contend with the top dogs, right? Yeah. I'm sad to see it go. Like, I really am. The reason I said that is, look at what's left, guys. Like, Yeah, this list is, this is the most challenging category of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is some hard shit. Okay. Listening. This I is some hard I shit. I don't think Nausicaa, damn it, this hurts. I know, right? I don't think Nausicaa is going to get it. But, but Patrick Stewart. I didn't watch that version. I watched the Japanese version. Oh, man. You got to watch the Disney dub. Like, Nausicaa has some cool shit in it, but. Like, I always maintain. With the big is Nausicaa animes. better than Hot Fuzz or Clockwork Orange or Under the Skin we or gave No it, Country for Old Men? Yeah, we gave Nausicaa eights and eights and a half. Yeah. I I I fell in love with Nausicaa last year when we reviewed it. Though I absolutely the movie is beautiful. Fell for it, and and like Mononoke Mononoke remains my favorite. But this seriously made a case, and the fact that it's all retro and full yeah. of weird synth stuff, and it's from '84, it's mind blowing to think how old that thing is, and just incredibly uh, visually. We just aged ourselves, <laughs> and the way that the 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 prophecy, I, like we talked about this in our review. But that prophecy is so good with her walking on those fields of wheat. Right, golden fields of wheat, and what that actually turns out to be is so fucking amazing. Like, think about the but the brilliance. It. The bril- no, don't cut that before cutting. Like hot fuzz. As much as I love hot no, fuzz no and it's way. beloved, whoa, listen to whoa, me though. Whoa, whoa, listen to me. Whoa, hot whoa. fuzz. I love it as much as you guys do, and I think that like we were talking earlier about the seven cuts with one shotgun load. <laughs> the montage. It's it's a masterclass, but. It's not as unique a story. It's not as yeah, is. A, is it yeah, as Nausicaa? The fact that it's this the send up of action movies. Yeah, and, and it's the the, the yeah it the, is the, it is the town being this. We we, we want to win the best town in the UK <laughs> award, and we'll do anything for it. And I know I, it's Edgar Wright, guys. I was just arguing for Baby Driver, of course. <laughs> Okay, we can cut Close Encounters, right? You guys had yes. serious problems with that. Yeah, yeah it actually kind of sucks. <laughs> because of the the male patriarchy the relationship well, stuff. Yeah, like... It's a douchebag character. Holy shit, this family dynamic is yeah, terrible. Yeah, he doesn't know how to write family. Can we ignore that and, and talk about the 
the idea of being inspired and being chosen by this force you don't understand and all of that being executed does, does any of that no work? i also because of like the making out with the weird woman after like a just meeting her and stuff like no i don't it doesn't I, work hey. no you is, just it, is, left it, is it going, well is the it? thing is it doesn't hold up is is where we're at you know, people take were just off. wowed yeah. by the UFO. Take her off. Yeah. Take her off. Yeah. That, it's definitely that's definitely not a contender for the winner, right? Go. She go. I don't think the Big Lebowski hangs here as best old film of the. Well, year. if if we're even, if, is we already have a Coen Brothers if, film if we're, on here. If, if we're just going back to back with those, No Country kicks the Big Lebowski into in, the dirt in I Y H O. No, no. Here's the here's why I'm going to say this. I feel like as good as the Big Lebowski is, it is almost like a dry run for No Country. It's a lot of similar kind of things going on, right? A bag of money that people are fighting for, even when the bag of money may be gone or doesn't exist, and it's this cat and mouse game. And but you say dry run, but <clears throat> here's the thing: I prefer the Big Lebowski because of the humor, which is completely absent from No Country. Sure, but that's not fair because that's the that's that's the my humble opinion. Sure, sure, but that's the point, right? Big Lebowski is supposed Wait, to be a, hysterical. A better movie can't have. Well, no, the but one's engineered to be kind of a joke a minute kind of thing, and the other one is like a razor sharp is thriller, right? So they're they're engineered to be different things. So I mean, you obviously are entitled to your opinion, as are you. But these movies are going for almost the complete opposite thing, just using the same starting point, I it's, thought. It's Ghost in the Shell, and then Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, I would argue we take a Clockwork Orange off of here, because in our review of this, we even said this is not Kubrick's best film, but so does... It's better than Hot Fuzz and Nausicaa, though. Red, you gave it a nine. Yeah, to me, it's better than almost everything on this See, list. See, I gave Hot Fuzz. I gave Hot Fuzz a ten. Any day, I will watch Hot Fuzz over a Clockwork Orange. Ooh, fair, fair. It's not an easy sit. <laughs> I really like Clockwork Orange. I know you do. That can stay for now, but Mike, you really don't like it. I see you gave it a six. A Clockwork Orange. Yeah. No. We can leave it for now. Nausicaa can go, though. Yeah, I think... Uh, it's done its time. It's hung around into the final rounds a little yeah, bit. It doesn't, it doesn't compete with some of the other, like, serious heavyweights. Mike, you're going to need to chime in on the Coen Brothers debate here. No Country beats the Big Lebowski for me. Like, I... No Country is a fairly recent watch for me. Like, I, I'd seen it before we did our re-review, but... Earlier in this year, actually. So this year was the first time I finally got around to watching this thing, and it blew me away. It's like, yes. You watch it double time this, this year. This thing is amazing. I think I gave it a 10, too. Like, I don't know if there was actually a... Or maybe on our rewatch, I might have given it a 9. Yeah, you did give it a 10. <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a tricky one. Now, Red, don't look down in the dumps... I'm we, not going to because I have think to bring can, you though the point of these conversations. We, no, that is the whole point. We don't, you don't, you don't let us win here. Well, you have no, to, we have to bring you over. No, you don't because I we think do. we can agree that although I may love the Big Lebowski and you both may love No Country for Old Men, I would argue that Under the Skin is better than both of those. 
Yeah, this Ooh, whole this yeah. whole argument is probably not even important because we probably just cut both of those cones right off. Like we, that's we have that amazing. Just could be concise, our house, right? Like, what the fuck is under the skin? Amazing is what it is. Yeah, it's it's way better than both of those movies. But red before we cut the two Coens off, you gotta. Can we? Can we at least? I co- need the humor. But can we at least cover the same ground that? As a film, the Coens are working on a whole other level with No Country for Old Men, and I don't think their ambitions are it's very tighter. high. It, it's way tighter, right? There's not there's not a lot of at, things at stake. But with to be the honest, Big Lebowski, I don't know. It's like Burn After Reading. I, I think it's tighter, but I don't know if it's on another level because I think it's done on purpose. I think that everything about both movies is very purposeful and i think the big lebowski is very like loose and because that's the dude yeah exactly and then everything excuse me i got this frog in my throat everything in no country is very tight and precise because that's uh anton jigger yeah it's the same story just told through different kinds of idiots there's always a someone who's perfect for their time they, and place. They, they both can go. We can slice them off. Well, I mean, we have Jesus and we have death. So it's pretty go. good. I'd like to see. I'd like to see Anton Chigurh face off with the dude. Like, oh. yeah, we know how well that would go, <laughs> right? What would, <laughs> well, it depends who's there. Like, is uh, is what's his name? John Goodman's character is he there? Because then things is Walter Sobchak there. Then, then things would go fucking oblong. And then you got. Uh, Ed Tom Bell coming in maybe who doesn't have a gun he's retired he's, he's in, retired uh, he's in um, Tommy the Jones. new TV show The Ranch Tommy Lee Jones no Ed Tom Bell Ed Tom Bell is a character thanks for coming out oh no <laughs> so I'm thinking of the, the Stranger yeah The Stranger is in The Ranch which it's oh. not a, The Ranch was funnier than I expected for the first few episodes and then it degenerated quickly so the cl- a Clockwork Orange is still on here. It to me, a both Clockwork these Coen Brothers movies are coming off. And yep. Under the Skin are the ones that I I can't. Oh, I, I didn't understand tricky, folks. how to do that. Our finalists: Hot Fuzz, A Clockwork Orange, and Under the Skin. This is insane. My personal pick here is Under the Skin, followed by Hot Fuzz, then A Clockwork Orange. And I'm right there with you. I think A Clockwork Orange is is definitely one of Kubrick's it's, weaker films, and, and it's still it, the fact that that can be a t- towards the bottom of filmography and still be better than a lot of filmmakers' best movies. You know, is man, something every but, every Hot Fuzz like, is so every good. note. Whenever I hear any of the synth, the organ music from from Clockwork Orange, just the the acting isn't good in A Clockwork Orange. Hmm. Yeah, the set like, design's really bad, and it feels really cheap and rushed, and they cut off a whole third of the entire book. They changed, they definitely changed, changed it, but the he entire, always like, does, it's, right? It, I feel like Who it's, it's a pretty sloppy adaptation when we get down to it, I think, right? Hmm. Right? Come on. Are we each like, on our own island right now? Are, are, are we, am I on my under the skin island and you're on your hot fuzz island? Well, and you're like, on I understand that Clockwork Orange is different than the novel, but I'm okay with that. See, I would love to say hot fuzz is the winner, but under the skin is the most aff- uh, like affecting film on there to me. So that's why it stands out as my 
pick for best old film of the year, followed by Hot Fuzz. This is really hard. On and, honestly, and this Malcolm is really Mc, hard. I think I, I don't think Malcolm McDowell did a very good job <laughs> in A Clockwork Orange. You didn't like the <laughs> when he's getting fed. <laughs> it literally that's like what. Um, I, you know what, I'm, I'm not going to give up Clockwork Orange, guys, but I will give you Under the Skin as the winner, supreme. All right, so it's, it's better, isn't it? So we now fight for the runner-up. Okay, so you guys are both kind of going at it. Red, I am going with Hot Fuzz as the runner-up. I have to. It is. It is a marvel. It is. It is one of the most incredible. Achievements in editing. Talk about Baby Driver being one thing. I feel like Edgar Wright already set his own bar yeah. with with Hot, Fuzz. with Hot Fuzz. It might as well be a musical action film, all choreographed in the same way. It's it's already doing that. You know what? Well, I am thinking back to our our sort of ten um, year anniversary episode of Hot Fuzz, and it's really <laughs> See, like it's, it, really, it's really good, really good. And my my ma- my argument mainly rests on a hot fuzz is fantastic, and it's one of the only tens I've given out. B, montage. B, a Clockwork Orange again is not the best representation of a Kubrick film. No, but I love the story. Yeah, I know. But a hot fuzz would be right at home in film school teaching how to do crazy editing shit. A Clockwork Orange would be lower tiered. If you want to learn something from it, you'd watch like other, somebody should remake. You'd watch Kubrick films, Clockwork Orange. Other than that, to learn something, but nobody needs to remake. Yes, Hot Fuzz. Yes, A Clockwork Orange has room to be better than it is. I don't yes. know how you would do that with Hot Fuzz. Oh, th- there is something to be That's said. A, you know what? You've you've just convinced me. And both these films are pretty much the best that they can possibly be. Under the Skin is, in my opinion. It's maybe, the clear winner here. I think. It's maybe one of the best movies of. It's for sure one of the best movies of this decade, easily. Maybe one of the best movies of the last twenty five years. Under the Skin is working on a whole different level. Working on a level that, ironically enough, Stanley Kubrick used to work on. Yes, which is a light years above the audience's heads. <clears throat> Not worried whatsoever. That doesn't if, matter at all. If anyone is following what is happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Re- reaching for a particular vision, yeah. With with regard to the audience just being secondary, right? The the, the pursuit of something higher, using film as this exploratory channel to mm-hmm. cosmic delights, kind of <laughs> like what we do here on the Vertical Viewing Podcast. Yes, exploratory our, delights. Our follow up, our, our uh, the runner up here, though, Hot Fuzz. I I, I really feel bad. Putting this one second, but it has to be there. No, I just by. I'm also realizing, I I I was accidentally, you know, (laughs) without realizing it, I was associating the novel as well with the Kubrick. Like I kind of can not conflate, but I associate the two, even though they're different. I love both. This is best film of the year, not with peripherals, (laughs) or best film not peripherals. Okay, we cut Donnie Darko already. Yeah. Danky and the comic dangle. books go with it too. So, but next this year we're going to review Southland Tales. We have oh, we're doing it. We can't wait. We're doing somebody, it. Somebody, somebody, please request. No, we don't need that. I think we're I just going to everybody. Do it. Everybody hears this one. Yeah, because yeah. we get to pick. Uh, thank you, everybody. That 
is Woo. our show. I appreciate your steadfastness with Clockwork Orange. That's a standing ovation. The third Woo. annual Oscar Isaac Awards have come to a close, at least this segment. Next week is the top, is our top 10. 10 of 2017. I'm super stoked. My list is pretty firm. Couple of more. Well, I think mine is bright ten times. Final editions. You can do that. There's no way. If you're, you. if you're a Republican, like, you can do that. Davy Dampley and Dinky Dongle. Yes. Red's list is already complete. It's posted on Twitter. It. You tweeted it. I'm really excited, folks. This is going to be a great show. Where can we find you guys on the internet? Um, I sometimes go on Twitter, mm. and uh, I would be at Jared underscore Sergeant. I am at Michael Arlind on Twitter, and from time to time I say some things. Okay. And, you know. You've been doing some nice tweets, some retweets happening. Some retweets, some, it's been good. I've been more active. I've got a. I keep saying I'm going to switch to Instagram, so that might be coming shortly. You'll get shadow banned. Watch out. Yep. I am at Scott Wilson BC. That's with two L's. Follow the show at Vertical Viewing on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Facebook's really fun. Facebook's. Actually, not fun, but we have, parents are there. We have a page. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of parent likes over there. You know how it goes. I don't mean ours. I mean like your parents. listeners, parent your book. parents no, are everybody, probably there. Everybody. That's it's, what it's for. There's like billions of people on yeah. Facebook. You can go to our website. It is verticalviewing.com. Click on the donate button. Help us offset the cost of putting on the show, seeing movies, slicing out a piece of the internet, sticking it in your ear. Or go to... You can... Patreon.com? That's if you want to get into something serious and long-term. One, two, or three dollars. Hydrogen, helium, lithium. Yeah. Get some benefits. You know what? If you want, you can choose a different element. We want to build up to, you know, hydrogen, helium, lithium. What is it? Oxygen? I don't even know. Help us build the periodic table. You can suggest films. There's no set review for January yet, folks. And you're open. Your requests reset on January 1st every year so keep them coming don't let us down really yeah you guys are on a roll they've been beauties so far I mean we'll review basketball if you want but yeah probably we'd rather not yeah maybe not but uh, (laughs) stay tuned for some uh, some info about your own voice oh yeah that's gonna be cool right for you patrons as well you can go to iTunes Google Play Tune in radio. Uh, give us a five star review. Give us a recipe for some, you know, an omelet or some goddamn thing. Who knows? Oh, we're back to recipes. Goddamn come back around. tacos. Do you guys have any final thoughts or what? What's going on? Well, ah, come so on. Mad. The only thing vertical is. Bye.